uh, I had made taco salad and then I took like leftovers to lunch the next day to work and I was eating it in, in the break room. And one of my coworkers was like, man, that looks good. Your wife takes really good care of you. And I was like, <laughs> I take good care of me. I made this. Yeah. And he's like, oh man. And so I was telling that story to Amanda and she's like, oh yeah, you're a really good cook. And I was like, yeah, plus you haven't cooked for me in years. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> and then Libby goes, bullshit (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome and i was i was so happy i was like i'm so glad it wasn't the it wasn't me (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah well and i know from experience that that word is is it's there for years forever like you're never getting rid of it Mm -hmm. so congrats to your wife for being the one (laughs) introducing new words to her vocabulary she's diversifying yeah 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 they're gonna learn like what was it like a million words before the age of five uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. That's all. I've got shit. That's a lot of words. I don't even yeah, know if I, I know a million words. Of course you know a million words. You think so? Could, if you can count can you to count a million, to that's a million? Still... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I can count to a million. Can you count to a million? Of course I can. Watch. One. Two. <laughs> oh, crap. I got to start over. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I know, I know theoretically, like I know, I know the mechanics of counting to a million, but I don't know if I could actually sit there and uninterrupted count to a million by myself. Yeah, but you don't need to. If you know all the words to get to a million, then you know a million words. Yeah. I guess. It's more like I know a million numbers. Welcome to the Part-Time Podcast. My name is Chris, and this week I'm joined by my full-time friends, Tim. Ahoy, hoy. And Addison. Addison! Welcome to episode 72. Uh, We have, in fact, been doing this 72 times, and every single time I have to uh, rewind what I have to say in my head as I say it, Uh, and it will continue (laughs) to be that for every episode uh, in the future, so... Uh, welcome again. Um, how you guys been? You know, uh, I've been pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Good. Yeah. Just uh, um, living the life out here in Texas still. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. I, you know, there's that joke everywhere that like you don't like the weather. Wait five minutes and it'll change. Yeah. Like anywhere that you live, <laughs> people say that. Well, this is the first time in my life that I could say that that has actually happened uh, because just this week we've had temperatures as low as 40 degrees during the day and Mm -hmm. as high as 91 degrees in the same five day week. uh, We've gone from like almost no humidity to about 45% humidity. We've had rain, hailstorms. 35 mile an hour winds um and then like today was absolutely gorgeous you know i 
wow. went out for a long walk and it was great outside. It it sounds Sweet. like that particular area of Texas and maybe all of Texas, I you know, who's to say, is constantly experiencing the like uh what was it like seven plagues of Moses or whatever from the Bible <laughs> like at any given time? Uh, you got giant yeah. mosquitoes, you got weather fluctuations. Uh, you could be freezing, you could be starving, you know, like there's snakes everywhere right now and wild boars. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I there's saw about sn- 20 of them tonight. <laughs> you got Dang. wild boars everywhere. You got snakes in the grass and on the plains. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. They're everywhere in the plains actually probably because is Texas a plain state? Uh yeah I mean, yeah West Texas I think right yeah okay cool so that that worked out from from my stupid joke there <laughs> uh, so my grandpa tonight was telling me that snakes here because a lot of the houses are made of like stone and so there's like mortar uh-huh. in between them uh-huh. and he said that he's watched snakes climb straight up vertical walls through uh-huh. these little mortar grooves. And then go down and get inside your walls in the house. Ugh. And oh. they've literally had snakes in their walls. Oh, man. That's, uh, that, that sounds like uh, one of my many personal nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds awful. That was the plot. I think that was the plot to one of the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost exclusively. Yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, speaking of movies, I saw the Snyder Cut. Oh, the whole no. thing? Yeah, it's fucking sucked. <laughs> what? <laughs> did you take it all uh, in one sitting, or did you split I it did, up? Uh, I think I split it up over two days. Okay. Um. Yeah, and uh, I, I watched a criticism of it beforehand, and so that kind of tainted my opinion. Yeah, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> you gotta watch that after you watch it yeah um and i did well i didn't like that they took out all the funny scenes with the flash uh-huh because those were like the good comic relief um but yeah superman super sucks i think he says like <laughs> 10 words the whole movie <laughs> right well he was dead most of the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, they had the Martian Manhunter character in there, but it made no sense to have him in there. Right. And then uh, one of the criticisms that this video pointed out is anytime Diana or any of the other Amazonians are on screen, you just hear a... Like a lady singing. Uh And so because he pointed that out, I was like, oh, wow, that's really annoying. (laughs) How else would you know that all the women are on the screen? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I did like that Cyborg got more uh, screen time. That was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. I felt like if you hadn't already seen the first Suicide Squad, you really wouldn't understand what's going on in this movie. You need to watch Suicide Squad before you watch this one? Oh, no. No, wait, the original, what is it called? The Justice League. <laughs> the Justice League. League. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa. Uh, I didn't realize that the Snyderverse was so connected. Yeah. <laughs> the Snyderverse? Uh, oh, man, yeah. let's make that a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Joker is just absolute garbage. Yeah. He's so bad. <laughs> like That whole desert scene, I'm just like, they could have just not done that. Like. Yeah, that whole scene could have not existed. Mm-hmm. 
I've I've seen and enjoyed Jared Leto in some of his movies, but uh, I have never heard anyone say a single good thing about his Joker performance. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's by far the worst Joker. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely bottom tier. <laughs> I while well, while you watch the Snyder Cut, uh, I've got a a book recommendation for you. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, we were talking about a little bit about books before uh, beforehand, and uh, this jogged my memory. Uh, about a week or two ago, I finished this book called The Midnight Library. Um, mm. It's a fiction. It sounds sexy. Sounds real yeah. sexy. <laughs> it's it's not sexy. Sorry to. Is that uh, Danielle Still wrote that? <laughs> uh, yeah, she did. Um, the Midnight Library. It's about uh, a woman who is missing passion in her life, and she goes to find it uh, oh, in yeah. the pages. And a male a librarian novel. finds it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the book. Uh, the book is about a like. A place where this person goes in between life and death and in the midnight library they get to open the books and re-experience a different life based off of like uh, a moment in their life where they had a choice and they get to experience mm-hmm. the other choice that they made and, okay. w- and where it could have taken their life uh, but the book is written by an author who lives with like some pretty serious depression um, and don't we like, all the- <laughs> The the book reads a lot like to me the book like the book is like art to me like the whole thing read is like this therapeutic uh, experience through the lens of this fictional character um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like preachy and it wasn't like uh, trying to like get you with every twist and turn it was just like this really well told story about like uh, yeah your life could be better maybe it couldn't be but like you know which. <laughs> would you really be happy if you chose this life or like, would you not be happy? Like, um, I really enjoyed it. And it wasn't that long of a book. It was like, I listened to it on audible and the, the narrator was phenomenal. And it was only like, I don't know, 10 hours long, maybe nine hours long. Yeah. Eight hours, 50 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. I really liked it. Uh, and I know you guys don't do a whole lot of fiction, but when you did read the first 15 lines of Harry August, I remember you said you liked it. Um, that's true. Yeah. This is shorter than that. And it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. It's not as like much of a thriller, but it's, it's more like philosophical. Uh, and I really liked it. Okay. I just, I just bought it. I'll, uh, (laughs) after, uh, the jungle is next for me. That was an Addison recommendation. Um, so I've got like an hour left on sapiens. Then I'm going to do the jungle. Then I'll do the midnight library. Cool. Well, let me know what you think. Cool. Yeah. If if Tim says it's good, then I'll read it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's two against three at that point. Yeah, it has to, all of Chris's recommendations get filtered through me to Addison. Yes. Yeah. No one ever speaks yeah. directly to Addison. I when I edit the podcast, it makes it sound like we're all talking, but it's really just me talking to Tim, and then Tim communicates it to Addison, and I cut all that out. <laughs> <laughs> which is, it's made it much harder now that we're in different states but you know we we figure yeah. it out <laughs> uh, my typing right. skills have gotten so much faster though i'll tell you that much <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and before we get into this week's topics uh i want to address uh one of the voicemails we got in from a friend of the show not smithers yeah um, my boy <laughs> 
Uh, he recommended, first off, we'll just get this one out of the way quick. Uh, he recommended uh, a burrito at Taco Time that apparently is superior to the one that I got and had uh, terrible tummy troubles with. Um, well, it sounds like he, anything would be like an upgrade from what you ate at Taco Time. From the Big Juan burrito? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say it, I'm like, God, that's so racist. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because Chris is saying it. That's why. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he recommended to us the chicken ranch burrito. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I don't personally live close enough to a taco time to make an impulse decision. I'd have to like, you know, drive to get there like a pretty mm. significant way. So next time I'm near a taco time and the occasion arises where I think it'll be a good idea to eat there. I'll try the chicken branch burrito just for you. Nice. Um, yeah, um, can we also address another one of Nautilus, um voicemails? Sure. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he, I think he like pseudo invited me out like on a date. I think he asked me out. I think, uh-huh. yeah. Is that, that's, did you guys pick up on that? Like it was I, kind of an invitation to a date. I think he it sounded like a, it sounded like a bro down with benefits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, it's bro down it sounded with to benefits. Me like he asked yeah. your land cruiser out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, then I'll just publicly, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm about it. Like, Nautilum, we don't know who you are. If you live close enough to, like, hang out and do Land Cruiser things, um, I'm, I'm, I'm about it. We can make that happen. But uh, I don't know who you are, so I don't know where you live. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know your life. Currently, I'm in, yeah, currently I'm in, in Central Texas, uh, but I don't have the Land Cruiser. Um, I've got a bunch of, like, Polaris vehicles we could fuck around on um, or you know in a couple months I'll be back in central California and maybe we can make something happen <laughs> yeah, yeah. S- send Tim a full body shot yeah. he knows what he's working with yeah because yeah, we but only start... do body shots around here <laughs> but send it one picture at a time and please this is very important you need, you need to listen to this please start with the feet <laughs> <laughs> definitely and I, I promise I won't share them with anybody other yeah. than Chris and Addison. <laughs> Tim, Tim has to know what kind of stompers are pushing down on those gas pedals and the, the gear shifter. <laughs> yeah, what's the toe situation? Are, they, are, are pedicures going on? Are we rocking hammer toe? Yeah. Do you have like the the Greek royalty toe with like the longer second toe? Like what's going on here? I need well, to you know. You know a lot more about feet than I thought you did. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, my lawyer is telling me that I need to declare right now that I'm going to exercise my Fifth Amendment right to stay silent. <laughs> this is how you get an entry on wiki feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, so let's let's get going on this week's subjects here. Uh, oh, uh, and thank you, uh, Nautilum, for sending in all of those voicemails. Uh, if you, as a listener, would also like to send in your own voicemail, you can go to ptpod.fun, click the voice message button, and uh, uh, it'll go right to our inbox, and we'd appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Hey, so oh. real, real quick, uh, uh-huh. since we're like in the realm of dating um, topics, right? Uh-huh. Um, I've got just like a, a little snippet that I think you guys would be interested to hear about. Okay. Mm. 
Um, so I'll just read this headline. This comes to us from the independent, uh, from the UK. Um, and this is going to be the East Asia branch that's reporting oh, no. this. Okay. Uh, Japanese man arrested after dating more than 35 women at once to get birthday gifts. <laughs> Wait, yes. He wanted the birthday gifts. That's why he was dating them. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure yeah, I'm so, clear on, on what's happening here. Yeah. So, uh, Takashi Miwagaga, Miwaaga, <laughs> okay. uh, who's 39, allegedly uh-huh. gave different birth dates to all 35 of his potential partners after claiming he wanted serious relationships. The women women eventually realized it was a scam and formed a victim's association before going to the police (laughs) in February. Uh, Beautiful. What's his crime, though? (laughs) Just like extorting gifts (laughs) on his birthday? Yeah. (laughs) So he he apparently told all these different women. So uh, allegedly he told a 47-year-old woman that his birthday was on February 22nd. A 40-year-old woman that his birthday was on July uh, was in July. A 35-year-old woman that it was in April. However, his real birthday is November 13th. And it just got me thinking, like, this is such a Scorpio move, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Yeah, my, my psychic told me to look out for Scorpios this month. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, so one woman told MBS news, um, that he kissed her on the second date. Uh, and she added, I told him, I don't want to do that unless you are someone who wants to get married and really wants to be with me in the future. He responded, Ooh. I'm serious. I'm going to be with you the rest of my life. Wow. Um, and apparently that was his crime that he's been wait for fraud that's not illegal yeah what? so he fraudulent apparently in japan um if you like defraud somebody to get some sort of monetary item um you know he told these women that he you know wanted to be with them and then gave them incorrect birth dates so that he could get these gifts from them um in in total they're claiming that it was maybe around um 700 British pounds, um, which is like <laughs> around a thousand dollars US. Um, wow. Total, yeah, it, like that's that, that's the in total amount. Yeah, yeah. Wow. he was said to have received uh, cards and presents totaling a hundred thousand yen, which is uh-huh. six hundred and sixty-eight British pounds. So he uh, wasn't even getting like good gifts. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, that, uh, what, a, what a move! How do you how do yeah. you manage that many women? Yeah, I that's what I, I mean, was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I'm a single guy, and I've at times been like maybe texting two or three different girls, uh-huh. and that is right. like exhausting. Like that, that there's too much. That's too much going. So to think that like he was doing this with thirty five different women. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. Some people are just born different gifts, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's built different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you all mind if I go next? Oh, I'd Please love do. it. Please do. 
a company that makes targets for law enforcement will discontinue targets featuring pictures of mothers, children, grandparents, and pregnant women. Oh. Um, weren't those supposed to be like, like, don't shoot these? Like, <laughs> they're like decoys? Like, you know, like white, sh- shoot the bad guy. And it's it's, a, <laughs> it's generally a black person and, and you're not supposed to shoot it? The little kid yeah. or the pregnant woman? Here's a pregnant woman. No, yeah, they were selling targets uh, prominently featuring these uh, less than likely uh, targets on targets. Yeah. At I, target. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems kind of fucked up. Um, that, yeah. That was happening in the first place. Yeah. Um, so they put out a statement that says, We apologize for the offensive nature of our no more hesitation products. Oh Reads a letter God. that long. What? <laughs> What are they called? Wow. No more hesitation products. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) Reads a letter that Law Enforcement Targets Incorporated posted on its company's Facebook page. These products have been taken offline due to the opinions expressed by so many, including members of law enforcement community. The subjects in No More Hesitation Targets were chosen in order to give officers the experience of dealing with deadly force. Dealing with deadly force shooting scenarios with subjects that are not the norm during training. I like found, uh, while speaking, thirteen-year-old girls that are fighting outside their house. Yeah, something like, that. like that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I found while speaking with officers and trainers in the law enforcement community that there was a hesitation on the part of cops when deadly force is required. On subjects with atypical age, fragility, or condition, one officer explained that he enlarged photos of his own kids to what? use as targets so that he would not be caught off guard. Wow. He did what? <laughs> That's uh, some, like, lock this man up yeah. immediately. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Why would you? Oh my, I can't. <laughs> this, uh, okay. You know, so cops yeah. know that it's just a job, right? Like, there was an ad posting for a people <laughs> wanted, and they applied, and then were subsequently hired to just perform a job, right? I no, man, they're warrior cops. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's a lifestyle, Tim. It's a way of life. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, you know, if if a pregnant woman pulls a gun on you. And you're going to hesitate for half a second. That half a second is your life. Yeah. Or you could like be anything else. You could do any <laughs> other job. Mm-hmm. Um, the article continues. The this hesitation time may be only seconds, but that is not acceptable when officers are losing their lives in these situations. Well, the goal how- of no more hesitation is to break that stereotype on the range regardless of how slim the chances are of, of encountering real-life scenario that involves a child or a pregnant woman. Yeah. If the initial hesitation... Well, well hold, the on. Initial, hold on. Hold okay. on. Some follow-up questions. Um, yeah. The slim chances was mentioned there. Do we uh-huh. have statistics on how often little kids or pregnant women are shooting <laughs> cops? Like, how, how often are cops losing their lives to pregnant women and small children with guns that this was felt necessary to like spend 
probably thousands of dollars to like <laughs> set up and make these targets. Like people had to like put in work to create the artwork for these yeah. and then to print them out and sell them. Is the, is the founder of this con- uh, company a Vietnam vet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. um, yeah. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> it's only been 50 years bro it's way too soon okay. <laughs> um, if that initial hesitation time can be cut down due to range experience the officer and the community will be better served will they yeah like, maybe we ha- maybe we should b- train in some more hesitation time uh, yeah. yeah yeah that's what i'm thinking <laughs> Or I mean, can we just put the guns away like <laughs> most of the time, like just not bring them out? Can we train on that? Yeah. Um, The company's full letter is this product line was originally requested and designed by the law enforcement community to train police officers for unusually complex situation where split second decisions could lead to an unnecessary loss of life. I would argue that they're all unnecessary losses of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, would, I would agree. <laughs> well, no, because obviously uh, the the blue lives matter more than all other lives. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's not a flag for old ladies and pregnant mothers. <laughs> yeah. Is there? Is there like? Um, uh, I see a lot of different variations of the blue lives uh, symbol. You know, the, uh-huh. the black uh, American flag. Is it black and gray? I think it's black and white. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's monochromatic. Yeah. It's a monochromatic American flag with a blue stripe, a thin blue stripe. Yeah. Uh, is there like a superior version of that? Because I've seen it in like the Punisher symbol. I've seen it on a Mickey Mouse ears. Um, I've seen it on um, that like peeing thing. You know, the little peeing guy, oh, the Calvin, yeah. like mm-hmm. he, he's the one peeing on stuff, <laughs> but he's covered in blue lives. Um, so I don't really know what that's trying to communicate. Uh, <laughs> uh, which we saw those... inside of we saw it inside a Mickey Mouse logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. so, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, um, they're trying to present this, like, hardcore paramilitary image. But yeah, uh, which which image is the right one? Is it the Mickey Mouse ears one? Is it the Calvin peeing on other things one? Like, is it just a straight up flag? Like, which which one do I take seriously? Oh, man. The one that's I, like, that's torn and tattered because it oh, shows yeah. how hard they work. That's the superior yeah. one. It's, oh. bat, it's battle torn. Yeah, because they th- have like the 28th most dangerous job. Um, so they need to definitely have a whole community around that. Mm-hmm. Do you think their favorite movie is End of Watch? Oh, one hundred percent. That's like 100%. they get off on that or SWAT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throwing up Code Four to helicopters that don't exist. All Man, the time. <laughs> my like, I feel I feel weird about movies like that now in a way that I didn't have to confront before. Um, yeah. But now when I see a movie like that, I'm like, ooh, I, I feel gross about this. Like, I don't know if we should be making movies anymore about cops <laughs> going and, like, shooting up bad guys, everybody. Like, yeah. Maybe this isn't sitting there. Maybe we didn't train an entire generation the right way <laughs> with the media that right. we produced. <laughs> and, like, yeah. what cops well, actually do. 
yeah, that's like the whole premise behind like co- the show Cops getting canceled and people being mm-hmm. all pissed about it was literally it indoctr- indoctrinated an entire generation of future police officers that like their entire job was like running after bad guys and pulling their gun and yelling, get on the ground and like making yeah. these like dramatic arrests. Mm hmm. What you're saying is we need more movies like Super Troopers and way less movies like Cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if the lizard, Broken Lizard guys could make all police movies, I think the world would be a lot better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and uh, one of my biggest pet peeves about the whole Blue Lives Matter thing is seeing it in the Punisher skull yeah. logo. His whole thing was killing like people. Pu- <laughs> he, he was a vigilante like he he operated outside of the realm of law and, so and even they. then like <laughs> and even then the people that are commissioned to serve and protect the public probably shouldn't have a skull as their logo yeah right like like have you guys all seen that one british comedy skit where like it's two ss officers in a in a bunker or whatever and they're like, hey, you know, I was thinking, are we the baddies? Yeah. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, we got skulls on our hats. Like, are, are, are we the bad guys? Yeah, he's like, no, that. no. He's like, are you sure? Because I don't think skulls are like the what the good guy would put on their uniform. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good point. How, how did they not realize that, like, having a skull as your logo is probably not a good image for promoting you as the good guy? Yeah, well, because they're badass, so they don't want to be the bad guy. They don't want to be the good guy. They want to be the badass guy. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want a bunch of badass, Billy badasses to be policing <laughs> my <laughs> my neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, man, what if there's a Billy Bass, a Billy badass bass that, was just like, <laughs> <laughs> that you hung on your wall and it just said, like, really hardcore stuff, like, all the time? <laughs> <laughs> just like racial slurs and, oh my god Yells out, no, hell like, yeah brother every like 10 minutes yeah like hell yeah brother like that red dot <laughs> scope on your 22 looks awesome bro <laughs> i don't shop at target anymore because i want to use the men's room without any women in there <laughs> yeah that kind of thing <laughs> oh my gosh yeah blood is just red sweat <laughs> uh, these colors don't run motherfucker Yee-yee. okay but but real but but seriously though if this product winds up in mike lindell's store in like a week oh, man. like we like we're we're gonna lawyer up we have to litigate the yeah. shit out of that guy because <laughs> we came up with that really dumbass product right on this very show he's gonna make millions yeah. off of it <laughs> and he's gonna put like Bible characters all over it. Yeah, pray yeah. forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! <laughs> oh man, uh, do you guys want to switch gears and uh, talk up a little bit about weddings? Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. Can we talk about anything other than police violence? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
this headline says, Bridezilla asks guests $1,500 each, and it ends <gasps> so badly that even Christy, uh, Christy Teigen responds. Whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she's the uh, worst, so, like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, to set the stage here, um, this person who we're going to be talking about, the, the, the Bridezilla, um, she tells a story about how she and her uh, soon-to-be husband had met when they were like, I don't know, 14 or whatever. And they were high school sweethearts and, you know, they got together. And when they were 18, uh, it says that they sealed the bond with a nearly $5,000 ring. Um, And then at 20 years old, they got pregnant. Um, so they, they're like, well, we're going to save up our money and when we can afford it, we'll have a real wedding, like pull out all the stops kind of wedding, right? Like, wait, so are these people already married? Like, did they actually get married when they were 18? No, they just bought a ring and said someday we'll get married. Uh, okay. Okay. There's no better way to spend $5,000 right now than to buy you a ring, uh, is what they said (laughs) to each other. Um, And then at when they were 20, uh, they had a new baby, right? And then, like, that's when the, that's when this uh, woman was like, well, we'll start saving up for a real marriage. Um, and, like, the kind of the kind of wedding where, like, we blow um, obs- obscene amounts of money for people uh, who don't seem to be in the best financial situation to begin with. Um, yeah. So at this point in the story, they've managed to save up about 15 grand. Uh, So they went to go get some advice on how they should uh, spend their, the money on their wedding. And who just off the top of your head, who do you think that they ask advice from? Gary Busey. (laughs) Uh, It might not have been a bad idea. (laughs) Uh, Paris Hilton. (laughs) <laughs> uh she might have actually given better advice uh they went to a psychic <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> and <Oof>. the <laughs> the psychic uh they asked the psychic they're like uh well we're thinking about having like this wedding we have this much money but then we could also do a destination wedding and then the psychic told them go ahead and have that uh the, the stars are aligning that you need to have your uh wedding in aruba Oh, and that was going to cost them about sixty thousand dollars. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, it was going to cost about fifteen hundred dollars per guest to get there, Whoa. including flights. Um. So I'm going to read a few excerpts here from her Facebook post. Um. I don't know this woman's name, but she posted this on Facebook because, spoiler alert, about four days before the wedding, she decided to cancel the whole thing. Um, And you'll find out why. (laughs) So it says, dear friends, it comes with great sadness that I am announcing the cancellation of the uh, blank wedding. I apologize for canceling only four days beforehand. Unfortunately, Blank and I have broken up 
due to some recent no. and irreparable problems. <laughs> oh my god. We've decided to end our relationship and not go forth with any future proceedings. However, we are remaining civil, and we're still a team for our son, but after hours of tears, mental exhaustion, and even disassociation, I have come to the decision. In one hour after posting this status, I'm going to delete my Facebook. Social media has caused me paranoia and toxicity. I will, <laughs> I will be spending these next two months backpacking in South America, exploring my soul and ridding myself of this toxic energy brought on by my friends and family. Wait, don't the they have who, a kid? Yeah. 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 We're yeah. just saying the same thing. <laughs> Where's, Where's this kid? kid? Yeah, she explicitly said that they were going to remain civil and be a team for their son. And then in the next sentence, I'm going to disappear for two months to go backpacking in South America. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, so she's going to be out of the country for all of October and November. And don't contact me. When I'm ready, I'll make a new Facebook and add friends and family that haven't fucking stabbed me in the back. she actually said that or is that you just editorializing no that's what she says no uh how did this all come crashing down you say well i invite you all on facebook players bystanders and side characters of the people in my life to take a seat and listen (laughs) <laughs> and this is where she... like a freaking yeah. thespian larper <laughs> yeah. yeah right 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 is she available She's like, thursday nights <laughs> if you're in, if you're in south america maybe i don't know um let's see she says even if you weren't invited to my wedding i don't care you might hear of my drama and i'd rather you hear it from me i'm not asking for sympathy i just want to tell my story <laughs> but before i begin this mini novel i invite all of you including the cunts who have ruined my marriage and my life (laughs) (laughs) to put yourselves in my shoes for once. Let me take the stage and let my voice be the most painful one in the room. Yeah. Because this woman (laughs) sounds like she's definitely never the center of attention. Yeah. (laughs) So basically from here, I'll I'll summarize a little bit here before I pick it back up again, but she, she tells the, the whole story about how her and her husband had met and they're like, you know, met at a young age and they fell in love and everything was a magical. She says it was a fairy tale. Um, and that she was thankful to God for this gift of this relationship she had and the even bigger gift of having her son. Um, so they saved 15,000 for a wedding, the local, psychic told them to go with the most expensive option and we thought uh well our love was like a fairy tale so we wanted to be extravagant and have a blowout wedding where our son could also be included and why the hell not we just needed the a little push um so you know the psychic gave him that push i guess and so here's where things get spicy she says and this is in all caps i specifically and i mean specifically asked for cash gifts how could we have our wedding that we dreamed of without the proper funding we sacrificed (laughs) so much and only asked each guest for around fifteen (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars we talked to a few people who even promised us more to make our dreams come true my maid of honor who shall not be named pledged five thousand along with her planning services and we tearfully thanked and accepted my ex's family offered to contribute 3000 so our request for 1500 for all other guests was not 
fucking out of the ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> like, we made it clear that if you couldn't contribute, you were not invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a once-in-a-lifetime party. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Would you guys want to go to this wedding? It sounds pretty chill. Fuck no. <laughs> so we sent out RSVPs and only eight people replied and sent us a check. We were fucking <laughs> livid. People actually sent this lady money. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> How was who this are these supposed... eight people? Like, is yeah, this right. like specifically just like moms and dads and like yes. m- maybe a sibling? Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be like one of they're both have divorced parents, and so it's only their parents. Yeah, and like <laughs> and and one set of grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Says uh okay, they were livid, because uh, only eight people replied and sent them a check. How was this supposed to happen without a little help from our friends to make matters worse my ex's family That's Beatles song <laughs> to make matters worse my ex's family took back their offer <laughs> suddenly more people backed out and this is in, in all caps again including the cunt maid of honor my best friend since childhood <laughs> my second family <laughs> oh man I love her liberal use of the word cunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh. To make matters worse, all this happened only a month before the wedding. To cancel everything, we would have had to pay $5,000. Desperately, we, we resent our invitations and asked people to donate what they could. I mean, seriously, people, what is $1,000? What's $1,500? Clearly not a lot. It would be quite manageable <laughs> and within budget. I've heard of people asking for way worse. (laughs) She set up a GoFundMe and uh, that only got her a total of $250. And at this point, (laughs) she was she was done. She was completely done. And this this is where she completely broke. Like like what happened before set the stage for this. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. My ex came into the room and offered to get a Vegas wedding. I laughed in his face, (laughs) (laughs) but he was dead serious. He wanted one of those cheap, raggedy, filthy, whore-like Vegas weddings. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And this is also a caps. I mean, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Was he out of his mind? Am I some hooch piece of fucking trash like a hooker? <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Holy shit! Oh, man, he, maybe she, maybe he should marry a hooker. She, yeah. she might be more grateful. Am I supposed <laughs> to like the idea of getting married in the heart of shady gamblers, alcoholics, and the get rich fast fallacy? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I Wait, love this lady. Isn't that exactly what she's trying to do? Yeah, yeah. It, it is exactly. What she's Suddenly, my body began to shake as I entered into a panic attack. My ex left the room and didn't apologize for his horrid suggestion. (laughs) Uh, Then she talks about how her maid of honor didn't give her any sympathy. And she says, how could someone who offered me thousands of fucking dollars then deny me my (laughs) promised money and then tell me to shift down my budget? (laughs) (laughs) She knows this was my dream blowout wedding. 
I just wanted to be a Kardashian for the day. And I called her oh a filthy fucking poor excuse for a friend and hung up. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, wow. oh, where was the part? Oh, there was a part here where did I miss it? She talks to uh, her best friend talks to her. Um, her maid of honor talks to her ex in like the basement or something. And she like overhears uh, her calling her like a, a stuck up bitch. And then she loses her mind and it kicks everybody out. And this is when she goes nuclear. Um, uh, basically, everyone, uh, as you can guess, everybody blocked her on social media. Uh, and she says, um, anyway, I'm exhausted. I'm bone tired. My heart's not the same. It's stone cold. It's fragmented. It's empty. I need to get away from this awful society. How would it, how hard would it have been to just fucking donate? Do I matter to you? Just fucking give me money for my wedding, damn it. <laughs> I won't even sugarcoat. I won't even pretend that's not what I wanted. It was for a dream, and I was stabbed, cheated on, and worked. Friendly reminder Man. to you, cunts. Don't think you own me. I'm cutting all you snakes off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm living life alone now. And then wow. she says, XOXO. <laughs> <laughs> you cunts xoxo oh, yeah <laughs> so that's that's it that's the ballad of uh wow. of this this wedding uh the ballad of that's not bermuda aruba that's where she wanted to go jamaica bahama <laughs> that's a wild ride you guys and I like, man. I like even like edited most of it out. Like I read, ba- I read the essentials to get you to understand the what what was happening here. Wow. And uh, there was there was even more to that I didn't even read. Okay, I I want to get down to brass tacks here. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Chris. Tim is getting married in Aruba, and he says, "Hey, I want both of us to come. You know, me and you, Chris." Uh huh. He's like, "But I need you to pay fifteen hundred dollars." Uh huh. Are you paying that fifteen hundred dollars? If the fifteen hundred, if I like, if to, <laughs> let me preface this, I would spend fifteen hundred dollars to go to Ruba to Tim's wedding. Okay, but it would be different knowing that he needed the money to make the wedding happen versus like I needed to spend the money just to get there, like to do my part, right? Like if I knew the mm-hmm. wedding was going to happen regardless of me being there it would make spending the $1,500 easier knowing that like they didn't need my money. It, they just, it would just, you know, be nice for me to be there. Like they wanted me yeah. there and the money was the way to do it. Yeah. No, if you don't, if you don't RSVP, they're not getting married. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Uh, <laughs> you made it, you made of honor uh, and you aren't going to be best friends anymore. God, wow. my Cunt best man won't even show up for my fucking wedding. <laughs> and Terry took back his $3,000 donation. <laughs> <laughs> What's that fucking mustache ever done for me? <laughs> oh. I mean, I'll, I'll just say that, like, I would never expect <laughs> for anybody to have to spend $1,500 to go to any life event of mine. Oh, very true. Yeah. Any life event. Yeah. Like no matter what, like anybody who knows me, if it's going to cost you $1,500 
to visit me for any life event whatsoever, don't do it. Like, yeah. don't come. I don't want to see you that badly. Yep. Tim that's always the, does that's that what, to people. Don't come. Yeah. Anytime he invites me over, <laughs> he, 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 pre- he prefaces it. If it's going to cost you $1,500 to come see me down the street, yeah. don't do it. Yeah, let's not let's not do it. Yeah, let's not do it. That's yeah. my cap, fifteen hundred dollars. It it doesn't help that uh, where Tim lives down the street from you, it would like require you to end on your right foot if you walk there. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a lot. I've seen him do loops in my uh, cul-de-sac like three times to make sure it was like on the left foot. <laughs> and he's like tapping every light post on the way. He's like whispering to himself. He's like one two three four one two three four one two three four. <laughs> the pitcher on the Dodgers in 1973 was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the tweet replies here I thought was funny was uh, she says I got to hand me down. Uh, quote massage stone for a wedding gift in a wedding damaged box and i still wrote them a thank you card and this girl <laughs> thinks a thousand dollars is a reasonable gift <laughs> yeah like what is like i mean i guess you guys don't have to throw out a specific number but like a general rule of thumb for a wedding present like i personally mm. like 75 dollars is like my <laughs> Like, this is a really close friend, and that's my cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, uh, this may be out of date now, but I'm, I think the general rule of thumb is you want, if, if, it's a, if it's a wedding where there's a plated dinner, you want to spend as much on a gift as you would have paid to eat the dinner. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what, I think my, like, $75, like, works in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if I have to travel long distance, that is going to be reduced by half. <laughs> yeah, you're going to submit oh. an invoice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I have in to the, fly to Texas in, to go to Tim's wedding, you know, whatever that dinner cost, you know, divide that by two. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, would I would never. If expect you anyone... did make that choice, if you did make that choice to fly to my wedding, Addison, your presence uh-huh. is the is gift enough. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Plus $1,500. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> for entertainment for the wedding, we're going to record a live podcast for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be like in a in a room where all the doors lock from the outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Everybody's settled down for the next hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. We got 20 minutes of preamble before we have to decide where we, are. we actually start. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Though they haven't started yet. This is just the warm up. Yeah, why why are like, they wearing headphones? Yeah. <laughs> why is there a microphone at the bottom of all of our plates? <laughs> yeah, the wedding the wedding present is just a, a, a MP3 like floppy disk of all our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, um, you guys help yourselves to the jump drive that's in the middle of your table. Yeah. The, <laughs> There's the a couple book, extra there. Share them around. The, the guest book is just our podcast, like Apple podcast page and the required legal review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, oh, wow. One of the wedding gifts that... Emily and I got that to this day we 
don't know who said who 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 gifted it to us, and it like confuses us just as much now as it did back then. Uh, we got like an unmarked basket with just these like travel uh, liquid containers that someone had handwritten. <laughs> oh man, how <laughs> they had, hokey! They had handwritten stuff on it that said like Egyptian massage oil. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <Stuff like that. laughs> and I was like, why is it Egyptian? <laughs> like what uh yeah. And uh I mean we used it, but uh I didn't feel good about it. Yeah. The racial implications, you know, they they made yeah. it more uncomfortable. Yeah, well, because of you know um, the implications. Yeah, all right. What if it said American massage oil? Would that make it more sensual, less sensual? (laughs) I think for me, based the thing that the thing that weirded me out the most about it is it was it was it was unmarked. I don't know who gave it to me, and most of the people at that reception were old people that like my in laws knew from church. And I'm like, which one of these like (laughs) like (laughs) which one these freaks? Yeah, which one of these uh, nasty Las Vegas? Filthy whore freaks, like. <laughs> Which when, one if, of you cunts gave me massage oil? <laughs> yeah, what is this? Some kind of Vegas wedding? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I said, Addison, did you get any weird gifts? Oh, um, jeez, you know, I got this weird picture of Chris and Tim from the back, though. okay (laughs) but they were as separate gifts and like different formats so it was didn't seem like it was planned as a as a tandem gift almost as if there was a almost like a level of synchronicity that was unexpected and it really made me feel uncomfortable (laughs) but i got them up in my office so they look good (laughs) that's how you know it's a good gift with the amount of uh how uncomfortable you feel yeah yeah (laughs) Well, I've never been married, so I didn't get any weird gifts. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> just start. Uh, just start requesting fifteen hundred dollars from everyone you know on Venmo, and you know, just see, who, just see who responds back. You'll know who your real friends are. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the limit. Uh, um, uh, well, speaking of destinations, um, I've got a story here about some people that took a trip. Nice. Man behind bars from teaching, oh, sorry, man banned from teaching after taking pupils to a strip club. Oh, wow. oh man. Uh, an IT teacher has been banned from the profession for three years after taking pupils to a strip club whilst drunk. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that should be obvious. Yeah. Uh, Richard Glenn, a teacher at Northumberland Private School, which costs 4850 uh, 4, pounds per term, was handed the ban at a misconduct panel. The 55-year-old teacher and former head of sixth from a group uh, 
uh, what and former head of sixth from form. I don't, I don't know some British shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, took a group of sixteen to eighteen year olds to Costa oh, Rica no. in two thousand and nineteen, along with a group of other adults. Uh, wow. The teacher was eventually sent home over two weeks early due to inappropriate behavior. Uh, the the behavior included drinking alcohol with pupils, including allowing underage pupils to drink, uh, threatening to kick in the head of a pupil, uh, <laughs> threatening to kill a pupil, <clears throat> kissing the forehead of a pupil, oh, taking no. pupils to a strip club exposing himself to a woman and oh, acting no. aggressively towards other trip leaders. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> the report claims that the teacher is unable to recall events um, due to his state of intoxication uh, oh. during the trip and added, he did not dispute the record or rec- uh, he did not dispute the recollection of those present. Man. Um, yeah, so this was a school trip that these guys all went on. I don't know why, like, an IT class would go to Costa Rica. Yeah, what I the mean, heck? It doesn't make sense, but I guess, I don't know. Like I said, weird British shit. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the dude was 55 and just got hammered, probably at the airport, and was like, let's keep this buzz going. <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't understand yeah. how he can be have been a teacher for so long and this was the first time this happened like this doesn't sound like right. this doesn't sound like just like i just got drunk and made some bad decisions you know i don't normally do this type of behavior this sounds like uh an every night kind of thing for him and people finally just had enough wow. <laughs> yeah and that's like so many things that he did bad like yeah. Just being drunk, giving underage kids alcohol. Because I guess like in England, when you're 18 or 16, you can drink beer. But that's yeah. like in, in, or it's like a ciders and beers, I think you can drink. Yeah. Um, but like, these guys were getting fucked up. And then he's like, so drunk. He's like that angry guy. Like, so I, what I see here is a drunk guy who's like flip flopping all over the place. Cause we get the like, I'm going to kick your head in. I'm going to kill another one. And then he's like gingerly <laughs> kissing the forehead of one as he's like, let's go to this strip club. <laughs> you know? Oh, you guys like, ever seen a 55 year old dick before? And then just getting mad when the other teachers are like, hey, dude, you should probably calm down. You calm down. Look at this. Yeah. I do this all the time. We're in Costa Rica. Yeah. There's no rules. Don't be culturally insensitive. We're in Costa Rica. <laughs> These kids should be allowed oh to get God. fucked up and see titties. <laughs> Um, well, I think we should, uh, probably just end the episode this week. I, I don't know if we have time for a thought experiment, uh, this week. Uh, yeah, I think we ran a little bit long. I'm sorry, guys. I, I no, no, this week. It's, that's uh, okay. that's the Boy Scout motto. Always be overprepared. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> always wear a belt that has a padlock on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard that. Um, 
yeah, so we'll we'll end the episode this week. Uh, next week, if you all have a thought experiment that you've been dying to send in, you can send that to pt.podcasters at gmail.com. Um, or you can tweet it at us, I guess, and we'll eventually see it. Um, but the email is the best way to do it. Or better yet, go to ptpod.fun and leave a voice message. And then oh, we, yeah. we will never be able to misconstrue your words because the evidence will be right there on the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's free and it's fun. Just ask Nottleham Smithers. Uh, you might even ma- <laughs> you might even make a new friend out of it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Especially if you have a Land Cruiser. <laughs> yeah. Or any like pre-95 Toyota. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> my name is Chris. This has been the Part-Time Podcast. Don't quit your day job. Uh, this is Tim. We live for you and we die for you. And this is Addison. If you see a friend, tell a friend. Seen a fifty-five-year-old dick before? (laughs) (laughs) And then just getting mad when the other teachers are like, "Hey, dude, you should probably calm down."